their nose to let him live there. And it's in their best interest to have him there and have access to him and I wonder answer what they questions. Would, I wonder what they would do, though, if the U.S. said that they would we would take him back and basically wipe him of all his mm. his charges. I wonder if they would let him come back. That's interesting. I don't know. They probably would. I mean, how beneficial would it be for them? Like, they already... They already know, in theory, because I don't know the man, but they know he's not, like, strictly loyal to the United States government, right? So why not let him come back, see what more information he can get? It might even be risky for the United States to let him back because they might think that he's now, you know, working for Russia or providing some sort of... Yeah, I mean... ...information to other countries now. I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, he'd be followed by FBI forever. (laughs) <laughs> right oh yeah <laughs> yeah so. so what is in your opinion what is like the overarching view of the united states from these other countries that you visited so like what is their perspective i'm sure you spent a lot of time talking to a lot of different people yeah so um i can speak mostly for asia um and the perspective there is really interesting <clears throat> because the united states has a lot of influence throughout Asia um, just historically from World War Two um, but China is their actual neighbor and China has a longer history with all of the Asian countries so like East Asian Southeast Asian and it's really impressive to see the fine line that the like ASEAN basically countries walk right like they want they don't (laughs) china's aggressive so they don't really want to be like under china's thumb but the united states isn't going to step up in the way that they want them to step up all the time um i know obama did like an asia pivot but that changes president to president, right? Like whatever the focus is changes over time. Where China, like that is their backyard. So China's interested in having control over those countries through trade, having control of the waters for their navy. Um, so it's this really interesting dynamic of, you know, they like the United States. They see us as a power, like a power for good, a power, an ally. But China's sitting right there and they have to, like they cannot ignore China. Like if they had to choose, my bet would always be on China. Like if they ever had to choose between who they were going to back because America's far away, I think so. I mean, that's my, from my experience, because, you know, so sometimes America goes through its moods, right? Sometimes America just doesn't want to be involved. And they're like, well, America's not going to back us up, this president. Mm-hmm. You know, some like America's far away. So by the time it took us to do anything, like China's literally sitting right there. And then, you know, the culture's a little bit different. Like everything I was saying about, you know, you need to be able to put yourself into the shoes of the Thais, of the Cambodians, of the... Mm-hmm. Malaysians, right? Like, has America done a good enough job? Are diplomats doing a good enough job of doing that to be able to have those discussions, you know? Mm. So. 
Yeah. No, it's it's uh it's so it's so crazy how you know the different relationships between different different countries that mm-hmm. you know are having to deal with you know playing both sides or being a part of a tug of war between country different countries just because right. they're stuck in the middle of these two yeah. superpowers yeah. like uh you know right now with Russia and uh and the Ukraine mm-hmm. yeah so crazy and america doesn't have as much sway as it used to um we're a lot more globalized now there are other countries that have come up um so like in the when we were in the middle east so i've never been to i've never actually been to south asia but when we were in the middle east we were close enough to south asia so like india pakistan um that we um we met a lot of people from those areas there and it was fascinating to watch the relationship there like america's not even like barely a consideration um you know on certain things but i mean really like they are dealing with their neighbors like in the middle east and south asia money to make money. Niggas gotta know that you know what i'm saying i feel like a lot of people you know go through what they go through because most of the times in their head in their mind they have limits i feel like if you re- remove the limits that's in your mind, like for instance, if you say, okay, cool, this this month I'm finna make, this is like me, if I say, this month I'm finna make 50,000, then you probably make a little less than that. But if you, if you remove it, you know what I'm saying? If you remove the limit, just, man, I'm finna make, or dream big, like, make it crazy don't just have a low limit to your life with anything that you do like always think big dream big you know what i'm saying like stuff like that because if you put a limit on anything you're going to have the limit for lower you feel me so cut the limits out or whatever you know what i'm saying and always think big dream big you know what i'm saying i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say no matter how successful i get i'm gonna always be a student to, I'm going to always be a student to learning success, you know what I'm saying? No matter how big I get, I'm always be a student to learning success because it's always going to be something that you don't know about that somebody in a better position can teach you. Some people be so like negative to certain situations that they block it out, but me, Personally, if you want to get successful, you always have to be a student to doors of opportunity that you never open. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to ask yourself, why is this person a millionaire? Why is this person a billionaire? Why is this person driving this? Why is this person living like this? That means something that they know that you don't know. So if you become a student of success, student of billions, student of millions, that's how it's going to open a door for you. You can't be too negative. You can't be, you know what I'm saying? You got to have confidence in yourself about everything that you do. So me to you, I'm just saying, be a student, man, to success. Feel me? So I want to let y'all know a lot of people be DMing you about this, about that. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to really get into details about stuff and you need help on anything, just subscribe to my OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? There's there's going to be something on there you you want to know or you need to know that can help you because I just feel like I'm giving y'all secrets to 
all types of credit ways, primaries, this, that, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like people just need to know about it, you hear me? So if you want to know, you know what I'm saying, stuff about life and how to get successful and stuff like that, subscribe to my OnlyFans, man, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be in the bio, man. It's going to be, also, go to my Instagram, bandman underscore kevo, my Twitter, bandman kevo, you feel me? Make sure y'all subscribe to my OnlyFans. Turn it up. cars right so I just felt like I need a sports car man like you know what I'm saying but not a sports car I need a V12 I need something that's fast but very luxury you know what I'm saying something that'll massage your seats you know what I'm saying something that'll really tee you up the right way though man you know what I'm talking about so I just came up with this way I'm just like okay yeah, let me turn on the seats and really turn this thing up the right way, though, gang. You know, come on, let's start this thing up. See how much I can get massage while I'm chilling in the back on recliner. You hear me? Okay, let's see. Let me see. Uh, let me see. Okay. Oh, there it go right there. That's it. That's it. Yes, sir. You dig me? You hear me? This is what I like right here, man. I'm, I'm riding. I'm cooling, gang. You know what I'm talking about? This is what I like doing. This is what I like doing. I can't. I'm rolling out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all see how icy a nigga is, though, man. When I want to look at myself, man, I just look at myself in the mirror, though, man. You know what I'm talking about? Make sure I look. I got to look presentable. You hear me? So I look at myself. I got to make sure everything on point, man. You know what I'm talking about? And I cool. I see. I got my feet. I got my feet out of everything, folks. You feel me? I ain't capping. I'm back here, though, man. You know what I'm saying? I wish they had a look. And if I get hungry, like, I'm I'm down there finna go get me some root crisps or something, right? So what I do, right, these, these, these same way, these the same thing that come on a plane. So, you know what I'm saying? You, whoa, you feel me? I put my root crisps right here. Start blowing. You feel me? I put the root crisps right here. Why the seat massager? You hear me? And go crazy. <laughs> oh, I ain't faking. But yeah, this is what we do though, man. You know what I'm saying? I got the headphones in there. If you if you wanna, if y'all wanna join me one of these days, you know what I'm saying? I hop in the car with me. We out of here, man. You know what I'm talking about? This is spaceship gang. We ain't doing no faking. Oh yeah, show the teeth. 
We ain't doing no baking. Yeah, I ain't capping. You it? This remote back in here though, man. We ain't doing no capping. None. Right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. But like that right there, that's what makes it worthwhile. Wow. Yeah, bro. Wow. Yeah, I got some stories, but that's that's one of my favorites because I remember like the he was sloppy with the weed and it was everywhere. And I'm like, yo, somebody come in here, I'm gonna be in the news. You know what I'm saying? My local motivational speaker, right, you know, right. brings drugs to school. Right. <laughs> wow. So yeah, amazing. So yeah, you're right. But what you were saying, like, there's no, I don't think there's another career where you can just. Yeah, do that. So that's why I was saying, even if you take out the impact, I can't think of anything else where you, on the low end, on the low end, 2500 On the low end, the average price is 2500 I ain't charged that in 2500 to five grand. I ain't charged that in a long time, right? So, so being that that's the low end, like to get that really quickly, like one of my guys, Chris, I don't know if he would mind me sharing, but bro, he's going to do 200000 this year. Mm. Yeah, one of my guys seen he got. Huh? Had you meet him before? Like where before he was two hundred thousand? Before that, where was he? Uh, he fifteen hundred. I got a video I can show you right now on my phone. I don't know if you can mention the podcast. My man said, "Bro, you changed my life." He got his first ten thousand dollar speaking engagement. No, and when did did you connect with him when he was making what fifteen hundred? Yeah, he was. He couldn't get past that fifteen hundred dollar yeah. mark. And so when I showed my video to my wife, I was like, "Oh, boo, that's cool." I was like, he a little extra. She's like, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Don't make it seem like 10000 Like, when we first, our first $10,000 check, like, don't act like you wasn't in tears. I said, oh, you right. <laughs> She's like, don't, you know what I'm saying? She's like, don't be acting. Break Never came across this motherfucking video. Nigga got me mad like this. You faggot motherfucking bitch. That's what you is, Charleston White. That's what the fuck you is, nigga. Okay? How many times I got to make videos about your bitch ass, nigga? How many times I got to check your bitch ass? I told you, motherfucker, to watch what the fuck you say, you dumb motherfucker. Your bitch ass nigga. I don't agree with no motherfucking nation of Islam. The reason why I don't agree with them because they don't believe the same thing that the regular Muslims believe. They are not Sunni, okay? They don't believe what we believe. They don't believe in life after death. They don't believe in judgment day, nigga. The Quran says clearly talks about judgment day and warns you of judgment day, motherfucker. All these books warn a judgment day, okay? Now, you sitting here taking a risk talking about God and saying that he don't exist when you don't know what the fuck is out there in the motherfucking universe, you dumb motherfucker, okay? You ain't been on this motherfucking earth, nigga, no more than 40 or 50 years, you old dolphin-looking motherfucker. Probably younger than me. I'm about to be 50 motherfucking years old, nigga. And your ass looks 65, motherfucker. Dolphine ass motherfucker talking all that motherfucking shit. If I don't got nothing good to say about somebody, I'm not going to say nothing at all. If somebody come at me and they got a problem with your bitch ass, then I got to come back and check your dumb ass again. Until you listen to what the fuck people are saying about your stupid ass nigga. I'm gonna put up, put in the music. People think, oh, I'm gonna go to the store.
studio every day, and one of these songs is going to be a hit. Yeah, one of them songs is going to be a hit, but not if you don't got no money. You have to have some money behind the song, period. It ain't going to work. Nobody's going to hear. You're only going to set yourself up for the, these bigger artists who have money to be digging like they do. These bigger artists, they don't do anything but go on YouTube, find artists who don't got no money, and steal their shit. You feel me? They steal their shit. Yes, y'all know. Y'all heard about it. Oh, man, that was my song I made in 2015. That was my song I made in 2014. That is not fake. That's all real. They're going to go take your song and switch that shit around. So, you need to stop putting out that fucking music and get a bag. Get the bag. You get more respect anyways from everybody. From the vloggers, from this person, from that person. They definitely want to see you come from the ground up, but they definitely want you to have everybody, like for me, right? I, like, I'm, I'm assigned somebody, right? But me, I need a hustler like myself. You feel me? Like, you, like, when you look at all these other artists who have these guys that they sign, notice that they sign big hustlers. Big time niggas that's getting money, big, you know, niggas ain't really just going to sign and niggas that ain't got no type of hustle in them because it's almost like a drag. It's almost like a, you know what I'm saying? It's one of them like, damn, bro, you feel me? Like, niggas is looking for that, that hustling nigga, the nigga that make you excited when they come around because they always get to the bag. That's fun. You want a, you want a fun motherfucker, like, you know that they always got the services every motherfucking Friday. You niggas ain't no real motherfucking Muslim till you can put a bomb on your back and one of you niggas blow your ass up. Nigga, them the real motherfucking Muslim. Until you niggas blow your ass up, fuck you niggas. I ain't scared of now motherfucking Muslim that's part of a Muslim group and they ain't on the white boys terrorist list over there in Cuba at the Guantanamo Bay facility. Yeah, you niggas go to federal prison. Fuck you niggas. All you niggas went to federal prison did what that white boy said do and you nigga cry like a motherfucker in that federal penitentiary system nigga and you left your kids behind here I ain't never left my kids out here with this big old dick nigga. Yeah, I ain't capping. 
Do it. There's a remote back in here, though, man. We ain't doing no capping. None. Ron? Mm -hmm. Yep. I walk out to school. I got my book bag. I see one dude in the hallway. He's like, yo, that's some real sh I was like, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, for real, bro. That touched me. I was like, that's what's up. I said, what's your name? He told me his name. He said, yo, bro, you changed my life today. And I hear it all the time. And I never take it for granted. But I was like, that's what's up, man. He's like, no, nah, for real, I want to show you something. So I walk with him, and he go to the bathroom. And so he was like, yo, come here, I'm going to show you something. I'm thinking like, <laughs> to the bathroom? <laughs> I got to show you something? I'm thinking like, bro, this is so weird. So I like walk to like close to the bathroom door, but I'm still in the hallway. Right. So he go to the star. He's like, yo, come here, come here. I don't want nobody to see this. And so he like pull up his shirt and his pants. I'm like, bro, what you on, bro? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, just like that. Like, bro, what you on? So my man pulls out a half a pound of weed and was in tears. And he was just like, yo, I thought this is all I could do. I thought this is all I was worth. All my uncles, my dad, like this is all I know. He's like, but you showed me something different. And as he's talking, He's stuffing it down the toilet and it tries to flush it. The toilet's about to overflow. I'm trying to scrape up the weed before somebody come in. Like, the most dodo, but heart, like, amazing experience ever, bro. And my man was like, yo, I'm turning over. I'm changing my life today, starting today. And he was like, I'm thank you so much. Like, that stuff right there, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't put a, a dollar amount on that. Like, that stuff right there, I'm like, man, if that don't move you to say, you know what, I got something inside me I want to share or whatever you do. Like, everybody's purpose is different. Some people that might not be... My team will literally, you'll bring us on, you'll give us our retainer, and we will literally make somebody a quarter million dollars in a month off of like a $5,000 ad spend. And we will cons con consistently do that to the point where I was just like, yo, why are we making everybody else all this money? We're only getting this. I don't really want to partner with them. So how about I just continue the clients we have, keep those going, and let me focus on my own products, my own, my own hire myself as a, as a client, yeah. and, um, and then... Focus on partnerships with different influencers or celebrities and things like that, but only really pick the right people. So that birthed the company. That was our technologies. When we built out the technology, well, now we're going to do this same structure on testing out hundreds of products, seeing what float to the top. Once we know what floats to the top, we're going to take that and we're going to pick an influencer and we're going to match them up with a product. And we're going to make the next Kali Jenner with the next Kali, Kali Cosmetics. And then the next component to that is called Social Seed, where we change the way that your favorite, that your most, um, we change the way that fans support their favorite influencer. Okay. So we're going to make it where <clears throat> your top 1,000 fans could invest in your product before launch. Dang. Goodness gracious. Okay, first off, so you partner with influencers. 
I just got over a hundred thousand, so I'm technically you, you, you're influencing. I'm technically you you, you, right you there? So you we there? we can we can put something together. We can partner. You know, I got to run it through the team. <laughs> <laughs> that means uh, I'm gonna need that retainer. Regardless, <laughs> brother. Not ours. <laughs> no. cool we are. Give me that retainer. I, I respect it though because if we can, you make quarter million dollars in a month. Like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, it's easy. But you'll be surprised how easy it is. People think once you have the data, you can do whatever you want with that data. Mm-hmm. You can literally take lookalike audience, which is basically when somebody buy your product, you can have a hundred people that purchase. And what it tells Facebook is, hey, Facebook, take all that information, they put it all in one little bundle, and then they see what all this what all attributes do they have that's similar. Okay. And then they go and look at your interests, see what you're interested in, who are you following. And they go follow, they go find more people that look just like that. Right. So if you like Pretty Ricky, David Shans, and Jordan shoes, and you purchase from Spectacular, then nine out of ten, if you find people that like those three things, nine out of ten, they're gonna like me too. Gotcha. gotcha. So they'll put that hundred people in a bucket and go find a million more people that's just like that. And once you find a million more people like that and you put your same as that product right in front of them, sales skyrocket. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I wanna I I, I wanna I wanna like go go back and then get back to where we are, but pretty Ricky. Mm-hmm. How old were you when y'all started? And how did y'all start? How did y'all pretty Ricky? Are y'all real friends or somebody put that together put put y'all together? Nah, we family, man. Like real blood family or Diamond is my bro brother. Baby Blue, I keep calling my government, my bad. <laughs> so, okay. so Blue is your blood brother. Yeah. Your blood brother. Yeah. Same same yeah. parents. Same mom, same dad. Oh wow. And then Slick is my cousin. And then Pee we knew him for so long we call him a brother. But you know, that's a childhood friend. Mm-hmm. So we already had like chemistry. I literally never wanted to be a rapper. Really? I got forced to be a rapper. What did you want to do before this whole... I, I just wanted to be an entertainer. I used to just be in a dance group, dancing on stage, having fun. Like, And it's great we, we did the interview in Miami, mm-hmm. right? Because in Miami, they call it dancing, booty shaking. That's what they call it, booty mm-hmm. shaking. And that's all I cared about was dancing on stage. I used to dance in front of 3,000 Fans, uh, they call it the Omni, the National Guard, Martin Luther King Parade. I was always on stages. So my dad used to see me. Hold on, you were always on stages doing what? Dancing. I used to be in the dance group. Like dancing so you were on in the dance group? Yeah. So what this was shows, this wasn't a hobby. Group. This is just, this ain't something you just like to do. Like you were actually competing. Yeah, we compete. Yeah, we did all that. We so did. how'd you put the dance group together? Were, were your brother, was your, was, was Pretty Ricky a dance group first? Or no, so, was so it was something I was doing. And right. then Blue seen what I was doing and he jumped in. He was in the dance group mm-hmm. too. He wasn't the best, but you know, he could, he, <laughs> he had a little solo that he could do. He could make the crowd get on their right, feet. Right. So we was in a group called Baby Forever Nasty. 
Baby Forever Nasty. Yeah. That was and the name of the group? That was the name of the group. And we was all like in, in middle school. We was all in middle school and even elementary, fifth grade, because the the, the main group name was Forever Nasty. Mm-hmm. And they, they was the group that was teaching us. So we was baby Forever Nasty. How old was the Forever Nasty group? They was like, they was in high school. And some was out of high school, like just out of high school. Forever nasty. And then y'all was baby. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So what did they end up doing? Anything? Do you know do you still know those guys, those people? Yeah, actually, one of the main people that taught me how to do dance routines and everything literally reached out to me the other day and asked me to mentor them. Really? Yeah, that, it went 360. Interesting. Or fall. In La La Land. So, uh, what's up? What do you got for me? Up like Brooklyn Mike. Brooklyn Mike, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Mike, Brooklyn Mike's got worse <laughs> troubles than pills, I think. I don't know. He's just born nuts. <laughs> I don't think a pill could cure him, and I don't think a pill can help him, and I don't even think a pill got him that way. I think he's like a creature from another planet. But he's driving me nuts, and I'm going to kill him. So all he cares I about what the hell he's gonna to, fucking eat all the time. Guys, I think this. You listen to Aaron. He has good stock, uh, stock advice. I, I would take his advice. Take Aaron's advice. The only advice I should have took from Aaron was I should have bought fucking Zoom at ninety-eight. He would have made four million dollars. Well, if, if I put a million into it, yeah. Which he then he would have been the fucking hero in the family. But now he's not because I didn't take his advice. Anyway, but I appreciate so it. You got any real? You got any real estate yeah. for us or what? What do you got? Were you in New York? No, I was gonna, I was gonna book the 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 event, but then I realized it's on Rosh Hashanah. And, oh, uh, on Rosh Hashanah! It's the work day out. after. Well, I'm sorry. God gave me special permission. But uh, uh, he didn't give me though. What happened? Happy New Year! You're not on the. You're not on the. You're not on the top list. Sorry, you're not on the God's list of uh, giving breaks. But uh, anyway, well, you you coming from New I York? I get my sponsor. All right. Well, I, next. Don't worry. We're gonna have. We're gonna have some more. If the if the thing works out, we're gonna do it on small groups. Uh, more frequently. So yeah, like seventy you know, people. No, less than that even. Aaron, Five. Aaron, what kind of uh, uh, stuff does uh, Ben do at home that makes him Jewish? Stuff on the holidays. What do you do? What do I do? do? What do I do on the holidays? What do I do? Uh, eat potato pancakes. Eat a thousand does that make me pancakes. religious? Because I, he's basing it a on thousand. food. He's just basing it on what I eat. He ain't. We ain't in here, you know, wrapping him up with his arms and the straps and going you know, but um, he ben does, likes he potato does kogel. speak. Ben likes potato kogel. He speaks I know a little that. bit and of Hebrew. Kogel, potato pancakes, matzo ball soup. You know, we we we're we're Jewish eaters. We eat the food on the holidays or every day, all you the like, time. I'm just Jewish like when it comes to eating. I hate the filter fish. That that uh, once in a while, <laughs> once in a while, that stuff's pretty rough. <laughs> All right, well, you take care. Well, you're from Brooklyn. Yeah, you're from I know. Brooklyn. Come on. But I'm from everywhere. Everywhere. I eat it all. All right, good luck to you. Shabbat Shalom, Rosh Hashanah, everything to you.
I enjoy the challenge. All right. Baruch Atah. I don't know anymore. Peace. <laughs> what else you got, Rafal? DJ Nick. Thanks for the four ninety nine. Ben, 499 you've inspired me to get into real estate thanks for all the info you've given me and all the videos you put out hope to meet you one day oh i'm glad i'm really glad listen everybody needs to own something all right you're on this earth for x amount of years you should try to at least have a goal in life to own something to own i don't care if it's your house i don't care if it's multifamily a store, whatever it is that you know is going to make you some money or give you some sort of equity. Everybody deserves to own some real estate in their whole life portfolio. You know, something. And if you like it, then keep doing it. Make more. Make more money. I never went to high school. I never went, I never walked in high school one day. Anybody could do it. I already knew how to get high. I didn't even have to go to school for that. What do you got? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, no. Sounds like a Ben, what's case. going on? Don't we have a do not block his number on the freaking telephone ben, or what? Ben, listen, the show's sold out. I got yeah, people calling yeah, left and sold right. Out. I need to scalp some no, tickets. No I need tickets. To scalp them. Closed event. Only normal people can come in. You're not invited I, unless you go in the dunk tank. It's sold You're out. Going I got in the dunk tank. tickets to scalp. Only the dunk tank, okay? That's it. <laughs> It's the only thing you're getting in. And when we get finished dunking your ass, you're going to be drowned. They're going to be taking you away in like a goldfish. That's it. Bag. Big event, though. Everybody's calling me for tickets. No tickets. No tickets. This is a test. A test. This is only a test. Can't do too many people. Right. Cutting it down. What did you eat dinner tonight, big shot? Spent, how much uh, spend tonight? What? Sushi. Sushi. You always sushi. eat sushi. You know, your girlfriend makes you eat sushi like five times a week. Change your name to Mike Sushi. Anyway, yeah, good. Go find a goddamn dunk tank. Don't call me till you get the dunk tank. I'm not kidding. I'm not I'm not taking your calls no more. I want to see you in that dunk tank. And then I'm hard. And then I'm getting one of your own buddies from the Rays a picture. I'm gonna get a friggin' picture that's gonna get you dumped three thousand times. All right, good there you luck. Go. Peace. All right. What else we got? Jake Wyatt, thanks for the four ninety nine. What is up with the four to ninety nine? Where does this ninety nine come from? Why can't they do round numbers? I don't know. So you lost your motorcycle. Did you ever ride it? I never even seen you ride it. Ride well, it. I didn't ride it here because I have equipment, but I ride it what to equipment? the gym. Well, for the videos. Oh, yeah, here, but you ride it to the gym. Yeah. Big tough guy. Yeah, I take my bike to the gym. Yeah. Clubs and stuff. Clubs and clubs. Why the hell would you take a bike? Oh, because you think you're going to pick up a girl on and take her home and ride off of the bike like French did in the movie? Go to Clearwater Beach. Yeah, oh yeah, go go cool down to Clearwater Beach. Free parking. Free parking for motorcycles. Yes. What a cheap Polak you are. Some place is 25 bucks for parking. I don't know. I don't know what kind of girls. I don't know what kind of girls you're picking up to get on the back of a bike. But, uh, outfit. Do, uh,. Do women that charge you get on the bike, too? <laughs> no. You want me to get on no, that, that bike? It's $20 woman. extra. 
All right, what else you got? <laughs> Boswell, thanks for the point. You're submitting. How many were you submitting, like, at a time per week or what? It varies, but per month, I was probably doing between 10 to 12. Yeah, per month. I was going hard, man. But a lot of people don't understand, with the federal government, there's no proposal writing. That's what a lot of people get what hung up on. Okay, so the state level, you have to write a proposal. You hear mm-hmm. people say, oh, I, ha- I hired a proposal writer to write my proposals. Okay, cool. In the federal government, there's no proposal writing. You're just submitting documents. Mm-hmm. I, anybody can do that. But guess who's submitting the documents? I'm calling my subcontractor to give me the document that I need. I'm still not doing that. I'm being the best echo. The government says, hey, we need these three documents. Okay, cool. Hey, subcontractor, I need these three documents. They submit the documents to me. I just look them over for, you know, clarity, make sure they read well, because it has to read well. Then I submit that in my package. So that's how I was able to move like this. And what happened when it started to click, where that joint started hitting, like you're getting these contracts? What, what, do you, what do you think happened? I probably t- started to take my time. Mm. I, I probably started to take my time and start to really, really dive into helping the subcontractors because now I'm starting to understand they don't know that I'm, getting, I'm going after a contract for five years. They don't have to charge me all this money up front. They can start to get their money throughout the years, like me, progressively. Mm. So if it starts out at ten thousand, by the end of year five, we at twenty five thousand, or we possibly at thirty five. So in the beginning, I just was accepting all quotes. Okay, you want hundred thousand? Great, and I just put money on top of the hundred thousand. Okay, now I start to look at prices a little bit different. I say, hey, where can we? adjust your price because this is going to be a five-year run. When I started to do stuff like that and have conversations with the sub. You're negotiating Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's when I, I started to take off because now that when I put my sense, money on bro. top, you feel me? When I put my money on top, I have a competitive quote to the government and overall, everybody looks good. Gotcha. That's so when it started to click. In the beginning, it was just like, all right, you want 100000 All right, I'm going to charge the government a hundred and ten thousand or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But you're and negotiating the number with the cover the mm-hmm. subcontractor. Here's my question, because you have forty people, forty contracts now, meaning your money is reliant on them performing. Yep. Which seems scary to me. Oh, okay. How do you manage that? Because I if I said I'm like, yo, Joe, you go install the elevator and he's a janky company right yeah yeah that's that's how that's for me that that would be one of the things that turned me off like ah, yeah. I don't know cause they out there right the the companies that look good on their website <laughs> the company that has the rep the great representative that answers the phone mm-hmm. and all that sounds good but their work is just trash mm-hmm. it's out there All you do is you just get them out there. Remember, I'm getting three quotes from three different companies. I might just go with this one because they're the lowest, 
Why do I got two others sitting on the bench ready to go if this company is jacking up now? I don't manage them while they're out there working mm-hmm. because I tap into what's called the point of contact at the facility. They're there every day. I might even know where near close to that. So I'm building that work for them or you hire your own. No, I don't hire anybody. So when you get awarded a contract, right, the government gives you a point of contact at the facility to basically oversee your contract. The government gives you a point of contact, contact at the facility. Yeah. So let's say. Give me an example. Yeah. So let's say it's a janitorial contract. So the, the workers come in there every single day, but it's a person at the government facility assigned to watch that work. I see. They have their My own job, manager. There you go. My job is to be buddy-buddy with that point of contact at the facility. Oh, you're giving the sauce now. <laughs> yeah, you're giving the sauce now. Then that's how you manage it. I, half the time, guess how many times I talk to my subcontractor? Not much. Twice. Invoicing time. Invoicing. Like, when it's time, I, I didn't get the invoice on time. Hey, um, LLC, John LLC, I didn't get your invoice. What's going on? Can you submit your invoice? Because mm-hmm. I want them to submit the invoice to me on time so I can keep that train rolling. Mm-hmm. Or the second time I call them, I just haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah. Hey, I know everything's going good. Are you satisfied? Like, we good? Yeah. And, you know, just chop it up. So you hire a X company to do this job. Have you ever had a situation where, like, you paid them? Maybe, like, you paid them and they didn't do the job. You got to, like, dip, dip into your bread to get a new company to come out, which may be a higher quote. Yeah, yeah. So the back half of that situation has has happened a lot. I got to get another company, but now they don't want to be at the first company's rate. Mm-hmm. So now it's just dipping to my my money, yeah. right? So if I'm at 10 rights and I got to go into that, that's cool. Price I'm still, yeah, here, yeah, you want 5,000 of my money, you can have it. I'm still getting five rights. We're not doing any work at right. all. Right, it's not a big deal. I don't sweat the small stuff now. What happens is if they don't do the work, they're not performing. We get paid in the rears. So it's 30, it's net 30. So they got to do the work first or not do the work before I even pay them. So I'm not paying them and then they go do the work. They do the work, then I pay them. So the government pays in the rears. Yep. So you got to say, yo, I got, I need to net something with y'all. Yeah. You paying me 